Well, welcome back to all of you Ugnots and Jawas. This is Mando Talk. I'm your host, Caleb Keller, and we took last week off, but man, we are ready to go. We are ready to talk with you guys and share our love for Star Wars, and we are starting a new segment or new series this week, and I think we do have a surprise segment too, but I guess Nolan's going to share more about that later. But uh, yes. I just mentioned his name. He's with me, Nolan Ferris. What's up, man? Man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio this week. Uh, I know we've got some pretty exciting news to cover, as well as, of course, you mentioned a new segment, which actually... And series. And series. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot going on tonight. A new segment. The uh, the segment that, that we're going to be adding, uh, our host does not know about. It was actually not really. So was, I'm trusting these guys. Oh yeah, no. It was actually came up by my wife. She came up with this segment. Oh, so I need to take this up with her then. You you could <laughs> you could yeah, um, but yeah, it was her idea. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. This it should be pretty easy for you. Okay, I guess so. we'll see, man. Well, joined alongside us to venture into new territory. We got returning as always. I don't even know if we should introduce them as co or guests anymore. They're more co-hosts. Part of the panel, we got Brandon Anderson. What's up, guys? Jacob Keller. How's it going? I mean, <laughs> with the full crew's here. Jacob, you missed out on the Baby Yoda test. Yeah, yeah you I did. did miss out on that. that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun going and <laughs> actually sort of kind of giving you guys a vlog yeah. of us going and giving it. That was a lot of it was a learning experience for us. And we definitely have some plans of vlogging some of our outings in the near future. So no stay doubt. tuned for that. Yeah, and, I went uh, back and watched it, and it looked like a lot of fun. Oh, it was. <laughs> I yeah, can was, just imagine <laughs> what kind of, of goofy stuff y'all were doing behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole lot. I was about to say, the B-reel on that was was very, <laughs> very, very, very common. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, so go check that out if you haven't done so already. Again, we recommend that you view that episode on YouTube, uh, Baby Yoda Cereal Taste Testing. I thought it was a ton of fun. Jacob, you right, missed out. Right, But let's go I ahead. I did taste the cereal, though, True. today. Yeah, okay, okay give let's us your it. thoughts about, about the cereal. Was it not the best cereal? Was it not the greatest cereal in in the the galaxy? (laughs) I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) You heard it here first. Yes. The best cereal ever. All right. Let's get into it. First, before we even introduce like the new stuff, let's talk about the news. Yeah. Okay. We got probably the greatest thing that we could possibly get at the time that we got it. We finally got the release date for season two of The Mandalorian, or at least the first chapter of season two. And it's coming to us on October 30th. So I was hoping when they said it was coming out in October that it wasn't going to be that late. Like, that might as well be November. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. But yeah. it's coming soon, and, man, I'm pumped. Oh, yeah, like yes. sooner than we think. Yes, it definitely puts yeah. the... Uh, puts like a thumbtack in our anticipation like we have something to look forward to now right which you know we knew it was coming but just having that date yeah yeah where it's it's coming that that friday right and man we're gonna be here covering it we we will be here for you guys and be sure to check in on the 30th to get our thoughts about yeah what we think about episode one and 
I'm really excited that we, okay, admittedly, when we first did the first season, we were new to podcasting. Very new. We were very early on in season one. We were just getting used to talking in front of microphones. Right, and right. And I'm very excited that we're now comfortable with that and we get to do this for a second time. Yeah. When we first started out, guys, we had one microphone. And me and Nolan and were, we were sharing kissing it. each other's cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> we were sharing it in our in my home office and it was just Whew. And then we now we way. Then the guests had to share a microphone right. for, a right. while. for a while. For a while. So me and Nolan got right. our own mics, but then the guests still had to kiss each other's cheeks. Yeah. And now we're in this awesome studio we got uh, with all this awesome Star Wars memorabilia yeah. and fandom surrounded us to give us inspiration yeah, while we... we uh, well, that's always been here, but now the listeners right. can see it, I mean, too. it's all yes. kind of thrown, collected we've, oh, together. Oh, that's another thing. We've added a website where right. you guys can get links to our uh, our social media pages and everything coming up and in episodes, the near future yep. in the episodes. And then... We have a we've, YouTube channel. We've grown on YouTube. You we've, guys can see us being yeah. balls now. We've grown on Twitter. We've grown on Facebook. I mean, yeah. we're on the up. So all uh, positive things. That's another thing I would like to say real sure, quick before we uh, before we dive into more news yeah. and speculation. Well, there's one more thing I want to say about the the announcement of the date. Okay, but go ahead. For all of our new listeners and the new people we have on our Facebook page. Just wanted to give a little bit of appreciation to you guys. Thanks for sharing, and thanks for, uh, I know it's every week we get more and more shares of our posts and our videos, so I just wanted to say thank you to all you guys out there that are trying to spread the word for us, and it uh, it means a lot to us. No doubt, no doubt. For May sure. the force be with you to our listeners and viewers. Um, real quickly, before we keep going into the news, what did y'all, did y'all look at the picture of the announcement of the date? It was like I the blued out yeah. Mandalorian. Blued out Mandalorian. Now yes. somebody on social media did like an aspect kind of ratio, and Baby Yoda's almost up to Din Djarin's knee at this point. So our child is what? growing. Ooh, he's gotten a little bit bigger. Question then. Okay. I'll pose this because I haven't seen that. So this is just my. Yeah, I haven't either. My. It's like they took a frame from season one and shown where he was, like on his shin, and then with that release of the title with that blue what, baby what do you mean like blue? Up to his you know the have season you, seen the, you know season one it was like a, a sunset it was like orange and yellowish the logo yeah. uh, in yeah. Mandalorian now it's like blue and it's like a sun and I guess it, sunset now well or, and it kind of looks like a lake huh. yeah kind of atmosphere like a new planet that we haven't seen before okay but anyway Baby Yoda, or the child, is now kind of almost to Din Djarin's knee. So what were you going to say about so that, Nolan? my question to that is, and this is kind of getting into the speculation for Season 2, um, do you guys think that... Well, let me ask you this first. What do you guys think the time frame, how much time has passed between Season Ooh. 1 and Season 2? Do part- you think it's like boom, boom right thereafter? Because I don't. I don't either. I think there will be some sort of gap. How long do you think the gap would be? I'll say Jacob, about a go. I say a year to maybe three years. Ooh, interesting. But Baby Yoda three ages years. ages differently. Baby Yoda. In, so if Baby Yoda looks that way after fifty, then after three, he probably doesn't look much He's different. Probably not gonna. That's, he just but looks I, up to his knee. Right. I guess I say difference. that because I feel like 
Moff Gideon wouldn't let off the chase for true, you he know, ten up. ten to twenty years. Oh no, I don't <laughs> think it's that jump. I mean, if if we had that well, jump, we'd be getting into Ben Solo territory. Yeah. Well, let me where say this: Kylo Ren and the First Order are very relevant. We know that that species only gets up to waist high on humans. True. Yeah. So he's halfway there. Yeah. To what you would call maturity, right? At 50 years old. Yeah. Okay. B.A., how much time jump do you think there is? I'm going to say not much. Probably like a couple months to six months. Like that's half what I, a year. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I was going to say maximum six months. Because, again, they run into the area where if it is like three years, then they're just getting... They're just... If they want to do this multiple seasons, they're just getting right. close. Which I'm sure they have an end already. I don't think this is a series where you just keep pumping out episodes. I right. think they I'm have sure they where they want to get to. Overarching theme. Right. Yeah. So... I'm more toward kind of BA. I think it's around the halfway of a year mark. I mean, I don't think they're, like Jacob's point, Moff Gideon, I don't think he'd let up. I think he's very much dedicated (laughs) into. But Moff Gideon's also very smart, and he plays the shadows, as we've seen in season one. True. Very true. I mean, there's no telling. Uh, Question number two to play off of that. Okay. What kind of mental capability do you think Baby Yoda has obtained in the gap that Through the force? Uh, Through the force, and also through, like, just, do you think he's talking? Yeah, see, I think we've talked about that before. (laughs) I think we've wondered if we were going to hear him speak. Right. I think that might be something we see in, like, one of the very last chapters. Backwards, like Oh, definitely. He better. (laughs) Yeah. Because Yoda is the only, I mean, we see a couple of different species, but he's the only one we hear speak. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... I, I would say that if Baby Yoda does end up, or if the child does end up speaking in this season, it'll be that something that they save until the very end. Of very it. end. It'll be like the dark yeah. saver from season one. Right. Yeah. Or like Din Djarin showing his face finally. Right. Something kind of along those lines. Think he's gonna... It's crazy how much we're dissecting into season two from one little title picture. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This is off topic too, but do they have a voice actor credited for Baby Yoda? I, I guess something would have, somebody would have to make somebody would have to make his because he like goos and gaws, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But so. I mean, you could very much do that in a studio with some sound effects, right? But you look at Marvel, and I mean, they paid Vin Diesel, you know, billions of dollars just to say I am Groot. Groot. So <laughs> true. What's the difference from <laughs> paying somebody to goo goo gaga into a mic? I mean, when he ends up talking. Yes, it's going to be somebody eventually. It'll be Tom Holland. Who are we kidding? He's in everything. <laughs> Tom Holland. Yeah, Not that I hate man. that. Tom Holland's great, but <laughs> yeah, he's, pretty he's taking the world by storm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, season two of The Mandalorian, it's coming soon, uh, a month, and well, it's almost basically two months because we got to wait the full month of September and right. also wait the full month of October. But regardless, we're excited, and we know that we're going to be here covering it for you, so... We're going to keep on moving along. We know that's the biggest kind of news topic out there. But let's go ahead and hit this next one real quick. I just saw this pop up on Twitter. I thought it was really cool. thought I'd get your thoughts. We see concept art for Star Wars The High Republic. So that whole comic book, every kind of canon material they can possibly do over it. They're releasing it in next year, I believe. And they release concept art of the master himself. Yoda coming back. Thoughts on it. I mean, I expected it. Mm. I expected Yoda coming back in that time period, but it'll be interesting to see. 
Have you seen that concept art? Yes. Do you need me to pull it up so you can look at it? Yeah, let's look okay. at it. So Nolan <laughs> and BA kind of share so your thoughts and while I pull this up. My thoughts is I think it's going to be more of a uh, in his prime. I don't think we're going to see like hmm. him as a Padawan. I think it's going to be more of him as like a uh, Jedi Knight. Absolutely. Yeah. Not as a master. I Whoa. like that. <laughs> okay, Jacob. So here's image one. Huh. You see how he's kind of younger looking? Yeah. Like there's not as many wrinkles. Yeah. And then he's got like a Samuel L. Jackson skull image to him, didn't he? Two, that's very much Attack of the Clones pose. Mm-hmm. Right. Just younger right. looking again. But yeah, I mean, I agree with Nolan. I think it's going to be Yoda in the, his prime. Mm-hmm. BA. He's going to be no, like I mean, an Obi Wan okay. in season or uh, episode two. Absolutely. I think so too. I think it's going to be one of those things. I mean, and we're not getting going to get to see it visually on screen, which stinks, honestly. Yeah. I kind of wish I could see that. Maybe one day we'll get a Yoda see, something. When you, when you say concept art, too, it makes me think of, like, video games. Yeah. And so I think Jedi Fallen Order 2 is set to come out, which, oh, won't, it is, which yeah. won't be part of this. But if this comic book, I feel like, does good, I feel like they could easily make... A Dark Souls s game like Fallen Order, but with High, Le- High Republic, and how fun would that be? That would be a ton of fun. I mean, so yeah. many Jedi and Sith so, possibly out there. I mean, yeah. So the well is not run dry for Star Wars. I don't think for so. Sure. I think they would. I think they're really hoping that this High Republic stuff hits really good, and to where people are like, "Give us more," and then yeah. they start going into like TV and film and video game with it. Mm-hmm. I, I would think love it. Their, I think that's their <laughs> hope. I would love it. But I think we have more to see on that. What I like about that concept art is just the uh, look on Yoda's face. Oh, yeah. Like, he looks very confident. Definitely. Looks confident. Young and confident. Looks determined. Mm-hmm. Cunning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready to go. Mm. All right. Those are the two things that came out this past week for Star Wars. Now, we're ready for the new stuff. Here's our new series that we're going to be doing. So, in preparation for Season 2 of The Mandalorian, we are going through a rewatch of Season 1. And so, tonight, collectively, we got together before we recorded the podcast, and we watched Chapter 1 together. And I still don't know if Chapter 1, does it have an official title, or is it just Chapter 1? I one. I know we didn't see one on screen, but I know it's possible that there's one out there somewhere so i'll be looking that up as we're kind of talking and i might reference that if i end up finding it but yeah i mean we watched chapter one and what we're going to be doing each week i mean we've got eight weeks perfectly lined up before october 30th hits so each week you come to mando talk you're getting a chance to hear us again more familiar and comfortable with being in front of mics and talking about the chapters that we reviewed very heavily when we first kick-started this whole show. Yeah, and we're just going to kind of go through it, see what we think is going to carry over into Season 2, and uh, give you our a kind of a rewatch um, feel that we got from it. Yeah, and it, it's not really like a review like we did mm-hmm. in the past. It's more so, like, like he said, we're going to try to connect as much possible to Season 2. But for me, while I was taking notes as I was watching it, I mean, I... I wrote down some things that were like, man, that was done well. And mm-hmm. man, this makes me love the yeah, show. Yeah. So I think we need, I was to, thinking stuff we like need that to share too. stuff like that to remind yeah. everyone that this is why we're doing this. Two, 
Keller, you, I think, I don't know if anyone else here did, but you did watch The Mandalorian Gallery, right, in that series? Yes, I So did. there's some stuff in there that I'm sure you'll be able to point out, too, that you've seen True. sort of behind the scenes of it, and yeah. now you're yeah, re-watching yeah. it. No, definitely. You know, how, they, how it came to you know, yeah, play down. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. All right. I was also thinking it'll be really fun and interesting to watch the series again as a group and just think about, you know, reassessing it in light of a whole year has passed since then, right. you know, and yeah. now we're getting the second season. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so let's do it. Chapter one. Here's the title according to Wikipedia. Chapter one, The Mandalorian. Oh, no kidding. Directed by Dave Filoni. Written by John Favreau, original release date November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Now I know immediately after we watch this, we're all collectively like, "Man, a lot of stuff happened in there," and I don't remember when we watched it initially that much happening. Like I yeah. felt like it was slower paced, but right. now looking back on it, and I'm seeing all these small little details, there was a lot. Was oh, a whole, yeah, there's a lot. a lot in chapter one, and the first thing that I have pointed out here. They crushed introducing how cool, calm, and collective Din Djarin is. Mm. I mean, that first mission that he goes on, honestly, throughout the first entire season one, is probably the smoothest mission that he has. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't really need help from anybody initially on the first one when he's getting the uh, Mithral. Right. He kind of takes care of things on his own. And they established how awesome he is in combat. Yeah. No, I can take yeah, you no in kidding. warm. Or I can take you in cold. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That right there kind of set the tone for, for the whole season, really. Yeah. And just his, uh, you know, not give a crap kind of attitude that he carries with himself the whole time. Uh, we see those walls broken down later on in the season when, you know, he has Definitely. that love interest kind of type deal. Um, but the opening sequence is probably I don't know. I think it might be my my most favorite opening sequence of a Star Wars on in in, in anything in on screen. Interesting. That's got my mind trying to replay all the opening sequences. Well, honestly, the very first one I always think of when I think of opening sequences is Revenge of the Sith. I mean, mm-hmm. Anakin and Obi-Wan blasting all those Ships and droids and everything. Yeah. I mean, vulture droids. Beat, but yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, the Mandalorian opening. I agree. It's incredible. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> the the score is there. The music and the actors. It sets the tone. It gives you that classic Western vibe that George George Lucas goes for in the originals. It's just uh, I don't know. Rewatching it was. Uh, was really cool. Definitely. Yeah. Really now, cool. kind of a little nostalgic. Yeah. I felt. Almost. As, yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. Now, even though it was just a year ago. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Jacob yes. and BA, y'all weren't really involved in our episodes when we started with Chapter One. Yeah, I was late to the party. So, BA, first, what are your thoughts on just the opening of how like the Mandalorian set itself up for the success that we eventually end up seeing? Hmm. I mean, and th- like you guys have mentioned, they came straight out of the gate, and there was a whole lot in this episode. Yeah. And I mean, a Star Wars title doesn't have to do that, but I think they wanted to prove because, again, we've mentioned prior this came after a very 
you know, hit or miss movie for most. Right. So I felt like Dave Filoni took it upon himself that, you know, he had to revamp this Star yeah. Wars. And what a way to do it with that opening sequence where right. you see him just take yeah. care of yeah. this you entire really room. Get smacked in the mouth and right. with awesomeness right there. And we can't forget that this is Dave Filoni's first live action directing performance. Like, oh, that's yeah. incredible, mm-hmm. yeah. in my opinion. Because before he, before he did off. this, he did uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars and then Avatar, Avatar stuff like that. Stu- yeah. yeah, animated. Um, but yeah, Jacob, thoughts on just the opener before I go to my second point of thing that I pointed out? I think that that's, that kind of action um, is going to be something that we see more of. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, I honestly was sitting there wondering, is... A situation like this going to be how they open season two. Ooh. Just to like bring that into recollection. Oh, you know. See? But Baby Yoda might be there to have a role to play in it in the situation too. Right. Well, I <laughs> could fun, see a how cool scenario that too where they open up on Moff Gideon still. Yeah. That's I mean, true. They, there's go right. Of go straight to, you know, where they left off with the villain is still living. Right. And could just go from there. <laughs> we'll see, man. But regardless, chapter one of The Mandalorian, I felt like the opener crushed it. Mm-hmm. Now, I I mentioned this next point as we were watching it. Uh, when Din Djarin comes back, successfully completes his bounty, that the first bounty that we see, he's talking to Grief Karga, and he's listing the bounty options for Din Djarin to go on next. And ju- it's just a real quick reference. He says... That there's a wanted smuggler. Now, I know I told you guys, I mean, when I hear the word smuggler in Star Wars, I think of Han Solo. (laughs) Now, we know Han Solo is still out there. And I'm not necessarily saying, do you think we'll see Han Solo in season two? That's not what I'm saying. Well, let me throw this. I thought about that (laughs) while we were, uh, while after you said that. Yeah. So, the connections I made after you pointed that out to me, Mm -hmm. um, this is five years after Return of the Jedi. Right. That's when Jabba gets killed and everything like that. Yeah. When Grief Karga gives the order to go unload the ship, he's speaking Huttese. True. So that could very well be Han Solo because he, if he's speaking Huttese, that would insinuate to me that he's part of the Huts. Right. Or, or nah, it's nah not- because Huttese is like a galactic... Uh, trade language, the way Greek was in the Roman Empire, you know. I mean, yeah, I can, I could see both both kind of arguments. Honestly, I mean, in in the past, on screen, who speaks Huttese? The Huts, generally, and I, and I know it. You could think about it <laughs> both ways, but I I think because he does that, I mean. You could at least say I mean, that he's aware of Jabba. I mean, well, I would. That's and that's what I'm insinuating. He's used to like, That's what I'm saying is him. like, you could say that he has communicated with Jabba before, or the Huts in some way. Yeah, yeah. And that is, I mean, they could have made him speak any language. Yeah, and they could have also been like, uh, we've got a uh, spice runner or something like that. They, right. It didn't have to be a smuggler, but they said smuggler, and then they made him speak Huttese. Yeah. My only pushback coincidence. <laughs> my only pushback to that being actually Han Solo mm-hmm. is when he's laying out all of those pucks, 
right. it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that bucks. Mando's like, give me your most like expensive Han. one. True. You fit. You, you figure <laughs> Han would have yeah. a pretty, you know, pretty okay. big bounty on yeah. his head. Now yeah. I was gonna throw out some other possibilities though. I mean, Lando's still out there. Right. That's Cad true. Bane. Because that's a character that we did not get finished on. Yeah. And honestly, that's who I want it to be. And I know I said Han Solo, but like, come on, give me Cad Bane live action. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Do you think after, well, no, they escape at, at the end with the jetpack and everything at the end of the season. So I guess. Spoiler. I, I guess he doesn't go. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Just full of them. Uh, I guess he doesn't go back for those bounty pucks that when Grief Cargas killed. No. But I'm yeah. I'm just but, trying to think of every possible try, kind of like important key character that could that, that could apply to. I mean Han Solo makes the most sense cuz when you hear a smuggler It's the most exciting. But I I just don't see them bringing in Han Solo into the show honestly. So I'm yeah. trying to think outside of it outside of Han and who could possibly fit that role. And I know Cad Bane's more of a bounty hunter, but I'm just trying to think of other key characters that could that that could be. Like, I don't know. Any thoughts? Any other people other than Han or Lando or Cad Bane or I mean I, I know I'm forgetting some. In this time period, no. I I Probably yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna steer the subject a little bit. Okay, yeah, but sure. Do you guys get the feeling when he's talking to Grief Cargo there that like the bounty hunter profession is like on the decline? Yes. Like it feels very like he's like nobody's paying for this anymore. Like these are the few that I have. So you you were talking about him going back for it. Do you think uh, in season two that Din Djarin, even if it's not his main focus, do you think he still picks up, you know, bounty like some bounty to hmm. help him along? Or do you think he sort of just divotes his whole attention to well that's a good question going back to the first part of that question um and the bounty hunters being on the decline i think and he's because you know the guild has a code and he pretty much said you know people are playing uh outside the rules right now so they they can do it a lot cheaper and so i think the empire kept them kind of in line with the guild and everything, you know, and that was kind of their regulatory person. Well, now that the empire's gone, there's nobody to regulate, you know, who's getting the jobs and what it, what not. So people are just going out there and doing it for cheaper, undercutting the guild, which to me the guild would be like kind of like a union. Mm -hmm. You know, you have union rules and stuff. And so... Union works more expensive too, right? Yeah. So the second part, do you see Din Djarin doing any bounty hunting in season two? Well, in the middle uh, of season one, we see that mm -hmm. with him trying to get um, going on the prison mission and stuff like that, trying to make right, ends but, meet. But that's before he gets. Was it the armor? Yeah, given this new mission. Before, yeah, to before go. he's given yeah. intel on. I think bounty days are over. I think he might come back to like he. Like, you know how Han Solo struggles after Return of the Jedi, yeah. being the rebellion hero, or should I be the smuggler? Like, which one? I think at some point, Din's going to have that internal conflict. And he's got to make money somehow. True. 
But yeah, I just I take baby O to a bar if I need money. <laughs> like, watch this. I'll bet you five dollars. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I mean, just that conversation with Grief Carga alone had a lot of wheels turning for me. Just like different ideas, and I believe there's more kind of situations where he's talking to Grief Carga in season one, right. where other possibilities pop up. But again, we'll hold off on those. But I'm pretty sure there's a couple more. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk about it in upcoming weeks. Right. Now, the next thing that I wanted to point out. So Mando has got his job. He's going to meet with the secret Imperial kind of officers or the secret job. And the big thing that I have written down here, Dr. Pershing. I'm still intrigued by this guy. I mean, he's got the Camino patch. Very intrigued. And, again, eventually in the season, we see him trying to do some form of surgery or something from the child, which with that Camino patch, you can only think cloning technology somewhere. But his story's not over in all of this, and I feel like at some point we're going to get him back. I feel the same way. Um I feel like if they don't capitalize on that, it'll be a missed opportunity. Yeah. So. I feel like maybe not necessarily him, but I would at least hope for, you know, what did he, what was he trying to get from Baby Yoda? Yeah. No, we'll, I think we'll definitely get an answer to that. I'm just more, I just want to see him, honestly. Even if it's just a flashback. Yeah. Like, why was he caught up in this mess? Oh, that's another thing um, that I was thinking that I hope that we see more of is flashbacks explaining <laughs> flashbacks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flashbacks <laughs> explaining more of Din Djarin's past. Oh, we'll get that too. Yeah, yeah you I think so? Sure. Definitely, I would hope so. Yeah, we get that heavily, or not heavily, but we get that a little bit in this season or in that first chapter, and again, we get it a little bit more later. But I don't think that's over either. What's it? What is it? Um, not the siege, but the great purge. The great purge. The great purge. Yes, I want to know more about that. That's my next point. Is this idea of digging into Mandalorian culture? Whenever he's talking to the armor, there's so much still there that could be discovered, and they could spend a full episode diving into that because we know that the Mandalorian secret kind of people underneath the tunnel. Mm-hmm. go away eventually in this season. Yep. So they're coming back at some point. A lot of them die. Yeah. And so we're we're getting more of that too. And I know we're going to get at least some form of Mandalorian history and culture with Din Djarin's history at some point. I mean, we have to. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. They even hinted it like right off the gun in episode one or chapter one. Yeah. Where is the Mithral? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. The guy he captures? Mythosaur. No, no, no. Oh, Mithra. no. Okay. You're jumping <laughs> yeah. the gun, man. Well, that's another <laughs> another one, though. That, that too. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, Quill does it when he peppers that in. They just pepper in little things to get wheels turning, even right. now. And I know, you know, as we get through the season, we see like a shot of his helmet off, but we don't see his face. So that builds that suspense again. And then his love interest, I already forgot her name. I feel bad. I'll have to revisit it, man. I don't remember it off the top of my right. head. Right, and she's, you know, asking him all these questions like, why don't you ever take it off? And then IG... 11. 11. I was about to say 88. That's a different <laughs> one. Yeah. 11, you know, takes it off because he's not human. So, like, we get 
we get little glimpses and pieces, but I feel like right. in season two they're going to dive headfirst into Definitely. it. Definitely. And yep. I think that's what I was most – before I knew about the child coming into this, I was most interested in The Mandalorian as a show itself because of the Mandalorian culture. So I think that's just a key ingredient. You pour it in the pot, you stir it all up. <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian culture's in it. That's what makes this show. Yeah. So we'll get we'll be getting more of that. Now you this already mentioned <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. This you already way. mentioned the Mythosaur. Yeah. That's Star Wars' dragon. And y'all know I'm a Game of Thrones guy. No, so not you. Give me the Mythosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll see it in season two. But I don't think so either. I think it'll be a later, later thing. So you think it is an end game kind of thing though? I definitely mm. an end game kind of thing, mm. like where he might conquer a Mythosaur. Like the final shot of the entire show is him with the dark saber riding a Mythosaur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Complete power move. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Dean, baby Yoda. Oh, okay. All right. I Does think it, the child will be the one to conquer the Mythosaur <laughs> and create its own clan and okay. uh, be holding the, the Darksaber as a force wielder. Okay. You know, that just made me think of a crazy ending. The child sacrifices himself at the very end of the show for Din Djarin to carry on the Mandalorian legacy. No. I don't know, man. That would I think Din will <laughs> sacrifice <unreal>. himself. <laughs> I think I think Din well, will sacrifice You know what? I'm just going to be the devil's advocate. I'm the other way around. Just well, for fun. Well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> B.A., what were you going to say? Um, so I know it's probably a lot of speculation because I don't know if there's a lot on it. That's but, what we do here. We speculate but, and we get it wrong. All right, dude. <laughs> but all the know, time. Is the Mythosaur just, I guess, confined to Mandalore? Or is it on different planets? I think it is. Uh, the man- That's a great question. So the Mythosaur would- was um, a native of the Mandalorian of Mandalore. What is your source, though? Uh, Star <laughs> Wars, just War. Star just Wars, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, and then when the Mandalorians uh, moved there, they uh, hunted them and extinct, like pretty much exterminated them. Native to the Outer Rim world of Mandalore, according to Wikipedia. Okay, so yeah, for that to appear, Mando will have to make his way to Mandalore at some I mean, point. Yeah. Which is possible. We better. You <laughs> right. can't again. You can't have a show called The Mandalorian and not go to Mandalore. <laughs> you guys think we'll make it to the core this uh, this season Dude, too? And that's something we talked about like crazy and in, see what it's like in our first reviews. We want to see the core. I mean, because the sequels don't explore it, and we haven't seen it since the prequels. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it. I would love to see the way that it what core is looks now, like. and how Mando ties into all of this. Do you think that's where we'll meet Ahsoka Tano? I don't know. I feel like Ahsoka would be kind of out on the run, kind of just going place to place, doing good things throughout Hanging the Hanging out on Mandalore with her pet mythosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, man. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> she's there a lot in season seven. Yes, she is. And Boca. Bo-Katan, I forgot she's supposed to be coming back too. Yeah, and they're close. Yeah, so maybe in, she, maybe she is on coming back in the Mandalorian. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Where have they you been? You were here on act- that episode. Yeah, you were, man. They casted an actress. I, for that. So something I've or thought of: voice actor or so, actress. Yeah. Hmm. Something I've thought of since is what if she died during the Great Purge? Bo. Yeah. Well, they already cast an actor, didn't they? Actress. Actress. Well, yeah, that's what I meant, guys. I, 
I'm still confused on the time. The timeline of the Great Purge is fuzzy, a little bit confusing. But I, I think, think it's we, after in Rebels when they start getting a movement. Yeah, when they start getting a movement started again. Right on Mandalore, it's after that. You right. It catches the Empire's attention. So you're saying that we're gonna see Bo-Katan die in a flashback? I don't know. Not that. No. <laughs> I'm just I, you know I've just been wondering since we talked about you know are we going to have Bo-Katan uh, come back? I've been wondering, did she actually die? And that's part of why Ooh. the Great Purge was so traumatic as an event. And successful for the Empire. Because they lost, um, you know, the Mandalore, right? Yeah. The leader of the Mandalorians. True. And, you know, you have Moff Gideon take their Darksaber. I'm s- and again, I think Moff Gideon ties into that perfectly somehow. And oh we've yeah, teased, he's an inquisitor. We've teased that he's either an inquisitor or he was previously Mandalorian, and how perfectly would that tie in? So, I think Bo-Katan and Moff Gideon's story stack up perfectly, and they're connected somehow. <laughs> and maybe that's what you're talking about. How we'll get a flashback and we'll get her back in it is through that avenue. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's keep moving on. Let's get to the final showdown. We get to we get to see Quill, R.I.P. Quill, <laughs> R.I.P. Quill. I have spoken. You you inspired our send off. We'll miss you. Incredible character. And again, the moment later in this season when he comes back, I'll always love. Like whenever he's like rallying up all the troops mm-hmm. to do like the final couple of episodes. That always gets me. But anyway, okay, so we're on that planet, and I completely forgot what that planet was. I think it they mention it in the next episode the for next some episode, reason. Yeah. Uh, but reading the subtitles, the people or the species that are guarding the child is Nikto, N-I-K-T-O, Nikto. Never heard of them, but my question is, why are they guarding the child, and are we going to learn more about them? And why do they have him just thrown to the side? The child's like literally, <laughs> like you, the yeah, you fit. You figured it'd be like in a vault or like a cage or something. No, it's just right. over and on top of a pile of garbage, essentially. <laughs> yeah, but that's just my thought. That's what it looked like to me. No, no doubt. Jay. Maybe they're trashy people. I don't know. So, do you think we'll get more of them though, or is it just one of those <laughs> like Star Wars things where, oh, here's a species you don't really need to know much more about? Well, them. I like looked the into I looked in into them right before the show. We have seen Nikto before. Oh, have we? Yeah, in, in the Clone Wars, and I think that there's some on Jabba's barge. Okay. In uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay. So my question still is though, why? How did they get the, <laughs> How did they get the child right hmm. and why are they protecting it so fiercely yeah maybe they're trying to get the bounty but no. quill yeah quill says that you know like many people have tried so they there's not they're, like they're, they're moving they've yeah. been there for a while so i think that's an essential think, they've got to answer that do you for think me. they're part of like I, they the, don't have uh, to but how am i going to say this do you think they're part of like the Republic? 
as far as like protecting child. Mm. Uh, you're, we're grasping at straws. I think all of I us. I don't know. I think the child might be an individual that's completely gone under both sides' radar. Well, obviously, the Empire ends up, or the remnants of the Empire finds out about him because Moff Gideon's hunting him down. Uh, but I feel like the child might be somebody that went under the New Republic's kind of whereabouts. Like, they had no yeah. clue. And maybe yeah. eventually in the show we'll get the child being introduced to the New Republic. Right. And he'll be revealed throughout the galaxy. But I don't know. That's an interesting question, an interesting thought. So while we're kind of talking about the child, I'll go ahead and wrap up my final point as far as chapter one goes. And that's just the reveal at the end. Um, other And I think I've said this before. Other than I am your father, this is up there. Maybe number two, definitely top three or five kind of reveals in all of Star Wars. And I was extreme, I'm extremely impressed in today's day and age that that didn't leak. I mean, it seems like yeah, every day right. on Twitter, I get on Mando Talks Twitter where if we follow a bunch of Star Wars kind of stuff, and every day there's a new leak, there's new news, new mm-hmm. speculation that apparently everybody is saying is true. So I was extremely impressed that this idea of the child didn't get out there. Thoughts on that? And then that's kind of like our wrap-up of our Chapter 1 rewatch kind of segment. Yeah, so this Chapter 1, it was like you said, almost very nostalgic and everything, but yeah, I don't understand how they were able to keep that a secret. Yeah. It must have been like either. the death penalty if it got out <laughs> or something. You die. Yeah. <laughs> what are y'all's overall Throw thoughts on chapter pits. one? BA. Oh, I was just going to point out that chapter one, we saw a lot of like great performances by actors and actresses. Yeah. And I was just curious what what you guys thought was your favorite from just chapter one. I know we could talk about a lot from the... My favorite Like performance in this episode. Din Djarin. You think so? It's hard. It's hard not to say Din Djarin. Um, Hmm. But we don't really know the actor underneath the suit. So Right. um, If not, it's Quill for me. Uh, See, I'm going to be Warner... Herzog's character. Oh gosh, just, yes. <laughs> okay. Just, just because I don't know, like that line, and I know you the were client, right? You were you were playing around with editing this week or whatever, and you like added those voiceovers and yeah. making like a mock trailer. <laughs> yeah. Just because I don't think we'll ever get one from Star Wars at this rate. <laughs> but uh, but just like thanks those, for that plug, man. Check j- it out on Twitter. <laughs> just those, yeah. just those lines are like like they really get you in the feel of yeah. like you know, put you in the mood of where bounty hunting's at, you know, how okay. big of a job this is and Okay. You know what? My favorite performance, I don't care who is under it, whoever <laughs> is under the suit for Din Djarin did a phenomenal job. Because it's extremely impressive and I know Pedro Pascal did the voiceover but the actor actually doing the movements without revealing his face and you can still kind of see the emotion while he's saying yeah. and delivering things and doing yeah. things, <laughs> that's hard to oh, yeah. ignore. Mm-hmm. And I know that's probably, a, and it's a name that we don't know and we should know of who was under that suit doing that performance because they did a phenomenal job. Um, I would have to say IG-11 too. 
<laughs> because that was I a was see, on that. But see, I th- I think he he was great in this episode, but I think he's better. What is it? Later, seven or eight? Yeah, when he eight. sacrifices. Yeah, chapter eight. Eight. That whole episode where he's kind of with them again when he's rebooted. I think he sh- kind of shines there. But That's he fair. was great in this episode. I did like. Yeah, his. I mean, yeah. It, it it added the uh, comedic relief to mm-hmm. the end oh, of yeah. to a very so, very tense situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely self destructing. Yeah, overall. <laughs> Chapter one, you couldn't ask for a better kickoff to the show. Right. And I look forward to watching chapter two next week with you guys. And we'll be here to kind of do our recap, review, rewatch, where we point out things that we might have overlooked or things that might shine and give us some light on what season two is going to be and what it might look like. So we're closely getting there. We're now, I guess, seven, seven more times we do this without getting a new mandalorian episode right so exciting times all right what's this new segment nolan this is (laughs) the new segment and it is called star wars trivia featuring caleb keller he's making this up right now (laughs) he is struggling so hard you can't find the words it's uh star wars score trivia Star Wars score trivia, like music? Yes. Oh, I'm not going to do this at all. Oh, no, 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 you should. You have to tell me. You should, but you probably won't. You have to tell me what the song is or what movie movie it's from. Yes. Good luck on the title. Dude, I can't do that. You should be. No. (laughs) They all blend together, man. No, 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 they won't. All right. Okay. So, and you guys can help him out with it. I'm glad it's not me. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you guys can help him out with it. All so, right. I'm going to give you the first song. Okay. When you hear it start playing. Okay. Just give us give me your thoughts on what movie it come from. Okay. And see if you know the title. Okay. But you should know these. There's only three this week, <laughs> but uh, we're going to see... I'm nervous, honestly. I'm so nervous. Caleb, (laughs) he's probably the most smart of us when it comes to Star Wars. So Jacob's secret about it. I I think he's up there. Well, I think (laughs) Jacob is going to is going to enjoy the segment as well. Okay. Oh yeah. So here we go. Bonus points if you tell me who composed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now that's a good. Is it Saga? Is Skywalker Saga or is it all of them? These three are. Okay. Because I'm clueless on the solo and Rogue One ones. <laughs> yeah, these three are. Okay. Okay. So here comes I the first one. studied something, man. No, that's why I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to study. That's what he told me when so he was running the idea about it. embarrass me in front of everybody, basically. Just remember whose idea this was. <laughs> oh, right. Your, yeah. your wife's. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <All> right. <laughs> um, here we go with the first one, okay? Okay. Let's hear it. I'm so nervous. Let's see. Uh, the Sound of Silence. <laughs> okay, Duel of the Fates, Phantom Menace. <laughs> Bonus points, dude. <laughs> All right, that was, that was pretty good. So that's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got that one right. All right. See, I told you. I'm so nervous, guys. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how I feel when we do Star Wars Trivia Box. It's okay, not a payback yeah. se- session. <laughs> but it is definitely gosh. payback. It is. It is. But... <laughs> but it's fun. So, here comes 
Jeez. Okay. Are you nervous? Party foul. My bad. All right. He's nervous for me because Here I'm we go. literally shaking. All right. Give me number two. <laughs> number two. Here we go. So that one was easy. You got this. Here comes song number two. My heart's racing. I would say uh, 80% shot that you'll get this one too. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Let's hear it. Is that Anakin's Dark Deeds? No. Well, it's from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, man. Jacob, do you know the title of it? Can't say I do. You are my brother, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, can any of y'all help me out I with have, the title? <laughs> I have no idea. Battle of the Brothers. <laughs> no, that's Battle of the Heroes is that song, but it's more upbeat. You can't play this much of a song, dude. Yeah. Go ahead and fade out. Go ahead and fade out on that. I can't um, even hear myself think, dude. <laughs> do 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 do. I don't. I don't know the title, man. You got the I, I feel like once I hear the title, I'll so you knew exactly where it played oh, in the, in the no movie. No doubt, and and I will say this to give myself a little bit of like forgiveness. That segment is inside Anakin's Dark Deeds. It's like a piece that's like in the middle of that score. Yeah, you were really really close. Okay, this is Anakin's betrayal. Oh, okay. you knew that. Kind of, but not really. I, fear, I figured you would have known that because I knew that one. But I mean, as soon as I hear that, yeah, it, you immediately it takes go you to right Revenge to of the Sith, and you feel Obi Wan's just pain, man. Yeah. Like I just got chills listening to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, do number three. I'm, this I'm one nervous, I don't know but... if you'll get. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody will get this one. Okay, but here it is. All right. Song number three. Song number three. Let's watch get this to be it. The easiest this one. will be probably one that watch none it be of the us know. It's going to be the cantina theme. I just freaking know <laughs> it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Battle of the Resistance. It's it's The Force Awakens. March of the Resistance. And that's it. Let's go, baby. <laughs> March <laughs> of the Resistance. I was, I'm was i impressed by that. I so you got two the, of three. I do know the Force Awakens score pretty well because when that came out, it was that's hype. all I listened yeah. to. <laughs> so I'm okay. impressed with that. So two of three, that's pretty good. I'll it was that. not the two that I was thinking it was going to be. He went three for three. He got the movie. That's what his... Okay, well, yeah, okay. But See, I told you it wasn't going to be that bad. I still feel bad that I didn't know... What was it again? Anakin's, Anakin's Betrayal. Betrayal. Yeah. I still feel bad that... It, I should have gotten that. You I thought he know. was cutting up younglings, not getting cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two different no, things. Yeah. But. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed doing that. You did good. Thanks, man. But those were, I mean, <laughs> the easiest ones. Probably some I mean, of the you easiest. You could have like done the main thing. I could have done you finale. Started off with yeah. those. Yeah. What movie is this from? And it's the main theme. Uh, episodes <laughs> one through nine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, at some point with all of those. All right. But yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, good job. Thanks, man. <laughs> I figured you would get them right. Next time we do this segment, I will try to make them a little harder. 
But okay. now that you know that there's a segment, I'm sure you're going to study. Yeah, he's going to do his research. <laughs> yeah. See, he's going to pull up, pull each <laughs> song up, you know, make sure that he knows the title of each no, one. Yeah. This is what's going to happen right here. I'm going to have to start him in the middle of the score. In the each <laughs> night, each night, me and my wife are going to sit down. She's going to randomly play any Star Wars song, <laughs> just like index cards. You know how you used to study yep. in high yep. school or college? Yep. She's going to play it, and I've got to name it, or we're not going to sleep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I bet she's game for that. <laughs> Probably not. Well, on that, in that case, um, that concludes the uh, Star Wars trivia score yeah. featuring Caleb Keller's hey, segment. I would say that, that was pretty good. <laughs> Listen, it was so, fun to be back. Um, yes. We took last week yes. off. It was fun to watch chapter one of The Mandalorian again with you guys and experience that. And it kind of put me back in, like, nostalgic kind of mode. And it felt like it was fall. I don't know if y'all kind of feel that way when you watch something I that came like out during a season. Yeah. Like I feel it like came it's fall during... in this room, dude. <laughs> for <laughs> so reason. Cold. But my point is, okay, like when I went to see A Star is Born in theater, that came out in the fall. So every time I watch it, I'm, it gives me like that fall like warmness inside wrap up me. Wrap with a blanket <laughs> yeah. and a hot cocoa. So same thing with Mandalorian. When I see it, I'm like, let's wrap up. Let's get some popcorn and enjoy some Star Wars <laughs> in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, usually when you when Star Wars movies come out, the well, these past three have come out in December. So when I watch yeah. those, it, yeah. It, well, see, I, I think of like anxiety, anxiousness, cold, sweaty palms, sweaty. Uh, knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, copyright. <laughs> We're this one's getting copyrighted right. for sure. B A Jacob, thanks for being here as always. It was always fun. Can't wait till next week. I don't know exactly if both of you will be here, but regardless, we can't wait till next week when we watch chapter two. Hopefully, I'll be here next week. Regardless, but, uh, somebody's gonna be here. I'm definitely somebody gonna be will here. be. Yeah, if not, um, you'll hold down the fort. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank <laughs> you for listening. I'm gonna pass it off to Nolan to send us out of here. As Quill said R. this P. episode, RP, we have spoken.